we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast with CJ and Chris. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. Amen. I just took you to church. Actually, I'm not going to use that phrase because I just read what you're going to talk about and <laughs> yeah. it scares me. So, yeah. Please don't <laughs> take we'll, me to church. <laughs> right. We'll dive into that now then. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Remember That One Time with your host, Chris. And CJ. And this week, we are taking you to church. At least that's what we thought would be a cool way to say it. Our um, shit words are a thing. Our topic <laughs> this uh, episode is church, religion, some funny things that have happened over our lifetimes thus far. We're not done with them yet, but um, some things that have happened that we thought were amusing that we figured some of you guys would get a joke out of. So we thought, okay, well, we're talking about church. We're going to call it Take Me to Church because there's also that song out that, well, it's been out for quite some time. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, so you know the song. It was either that or play Eric Church and I'm not about that life (laughs) at all. So, uh, after, you know, titling this, titling, titling, is that a word? After naming this podcast that, CJ did some fancy research, and it turns out that is not what we should have named this episode. Uh, Go ahead with some of your stories, CJ. Let's, uh, Uh, how about you take me to church? (laughs) Okay, so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're sitting around last last episode talking about um you know what we wanted this episode to be about we said taking you know take you to church and so just for shits and giggles I looked up what does it mean to take someone to church on urban dictionary and I don't suggest looking it up I mean they straight up ripped a page out of dirty Sanchez's book of nasty sex things (laughs) so apparently if you look it up on urban dictionary taking someone to church means you're doing someone up the butt while wearing a priest robe and the person that's taking it up the butt is on their knees begging for forgiveness for their sins. Bless me, Father. <laughs> so, <laughs> I yeah. love it. So, we're not going to we're not going to take you to church like that cuz um that's nasty. I'm not no. I mean, it's so, currently yeah. what is today? Wednesday? It is a church it night, is. isn't it? It is, yep. Hey. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's 6.56 right now, so it's probably it is, right about church time. Yep, it is prime taken to church time. Ugh. Moment. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it's all good. I only do that on Thursdays. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so I was also talking to uh, some other friends, seeing if anybody had some funny church stories and um if you'll remember a few episodes back our friend marinara that's her alias okay Um, i thought you were gonna say that's her actual name and i was gonna hit the floor (laughs) no no 
No, her her name is Marinara because if she eats red sauce and then drinks, she always barks. Oh, I so, know who you're talking about. I thought yeah. it was just like, yeah, this is what she goes by when we go to the Mexican restaurants because she's like <laughs> really saucy. No. And she's like, yeah, my name is Marinara. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I could do that. <laughs> no, no. We just straight up named her that because... Anytime we're going to go out drinking, she is not allowed to have the red sauce. She needs to have a sticker on her, like, please don't feed me red sauce. <laughs> yeah, Alfredo only, or right? just no sauce at all. But, you know, no sauce is no fun. So, no. anyway, I was asking her if she um, if she had any stories, and I was kind of thinking she probably might have one or two, because um, she grew up Catholic, and if you've oh, ever well, been to she's a She's got Catholic, a lot more than one or two then. Yeah, if you've ever been to a Catholic church, it's a whole other deal. Like, oh, it's yeah. completely different. So, um, so I don't really, I, she didn't really get into the whole, like, why the priest was sprinkling holy water. I've never gone to a Catholic church service. I've Just only been think to, they do. Yeah, I've, I've only been to a Catholic wedding. So, like, I don't know if it's like... <laughs> Do they sprinkle everybody or is it only Yeah, they get out the hose. Do they, is it like every Sunday or is there, is there a reason for this? I have no idea. But anyways, <laughs> so she's sitting there and the priest is coming down the line and he's about to sprinkle her with the holy water. And I mean, like I said, I've never seen it done. So I'm just imagining like he's dipping his fingertips into the water and just like flicking it in their face. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So apparently, you know, and he's done this to so many people and everybody's just sitting there taking it. And so he gets to <laughs> Marinara and he dips his fingers in and he flicks it in her face and a drop of water went in her eye. And so she's like, really, she gets freaky about stuff being near her eye. My and so, eyes burns. <laughs> so she, it hits her in the eye. She grabs the side of her face because she's a little dramatic. She grabs the side of her face and she goes, ow, and she jumps. And so all these people around her are like, oh, my God, the holy water burned her. She is possessed. Of and course. People are like blessing her and trying to exercise the demon. And it was just, I mean, I wasn't there. I'm just taking her oh word God, for it. She's going to be burned at the stake. It sounded terrifying. I'm like, all these people think that you're possessed just because this dude splashed some water in your eye. It sounded terrible. <laughs> I'm just Seems imagining. legit. Ugh. So, and in this, in that very same church service, this was after, after, you know, the holy water burned her and everybody already thinks she's possessed. Burned her. <laughs> everybody already thinks she's possessed. Um, they have At this a point, little... I would just commit to it. Be like, if uh, yeah, people already like, think about it, just own it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, they have the little flip down stools because you know, th with the Catholics, it's like a lot of up and down and praying and standing and singing yep. and bowing and praying and all that. And so you're supposed to like flip the little cushion down, and I guess you use it to like get on your knees and pray. Yep. And so she was. I guess they're like really crammed into these church pews and they're really close together and she flips her little stool thing down and she just straight up smashes this lady's toe next to her oh my god and she like i'm talking like dead silent catholic church she just screams out and then marinara goes oh my god i'm so sorry and i mean you know you're not supposed to say oh my god right so taking the lord's name like, in vain okay so this girl is possessed She's and screaming she just, names. She just tried to 
take this woman's toe off and she took the Lord's name in vain. I mean, that's three strikes. Like that's right. pretty much, that's excommunication time. And say, so was she, was she escorted directly <laughs> to hell? <laughs> right. I mean, she's still living. So I don't know. I guess there's still time. I guess. <laughs> Repent. But uh, And then she was saying, she said, and another time that I went and I was like, wait, I'm sorry, you went back after this? They let you back in after this? Right. <laughs> this was like. You I get kicked months. out of that club. Yeah. Months and months later, she was there and they, uh, I guess it was one of their hymns or maybe it was something that the priest said, but someone said, lift your hands up to Jesus. And I mean, it's just something that they said. You weren't, you know, they weren't looking right. for a reaction from the crowd. Oh, but she no. Actually, she stood up like the wave and then looked <laughs> around and she's like, oh, that's not a thing here. Is that Oops. only a thing for football games? Oh, my God. And she sat back down and she's like, oh, okay, I think this is it. I'm not coming back after this. Okay. So <laughs> she didn't go like full Medea on him, though, with like a praise Jesus. <laughs> No. Something like that. No, she was just like, you know, you're down at, you know, the the football field and your your team just scored a goal and you you know, you're gonna do the wave. And okay, nobody... so she just like straight up stood up, hands both hands. Hands up. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, and I mean in a in a Southern Baptist church, you know, oh, that yeah. probably wouldn't have been so out of place. But with the Catholics, they don't really do that kind of thing. Um, so Oh, and she also said, she said this was just like complete, just random thing. I don't know if this was the same Catholic church. I've, I'm kind of thinking it's probably not. It was probably a different one. But um, she said they're in the middle of service, which I guess lasts like six hours or something. And the oh, priest God. is up there and he's preaching or whatever. Or do they call it, if he's a priest a and not a preacher, do they call it preaching or priesting? Is priesting a word? It is. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with it. So preachers preach and priests, they're priesting. I, get, I don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> it's Seems a new legit. word. It's a thing. So the priest is up there priesting and his phone goes off and it's inside, it's tucked inside his little robe and it is a straight up techno ringtone. So he's in the his middle of his thing and, and it's all of a sudden like this just techno music and he didn't miss a beat like he kept on priesting he just reached in real sly and turned it off like it was nothing like it was nothing went back to priesting and literally a minute later his phone rang again who doesn't know that this man is currently at the altar priesting he's priesting yeah he's busy i mean with the second phone call maybe it was maybe it was god calling i don't know no, you know one of those things that it's like, I'm calling about the warranty on your 2014 Jeep Cherokee that, like, you've never owned in your entire life? Yeah. That's what so, I'm going to assume that was. Yeah. So, there was that. And I I, I really wish that I could have seen that, because that, that sounds like it was probably pretty funny. Uh, yeah? Yeah. So, I don't really have, uh, the only story I have, I have one story. And, um, so my, my dad's parents live on Monteagle Mountain or lived on Monteagle Mountain. And, um, they went to this like super, super backwoods. It's possible they didn't even have running water or electricity in this church. Um, snake, snake handlers. 
Yeah, yeah. Southern Baptist church, like fire and brimstone type stuff. Nice. And they took me there one time and I was really young. I mean, I barely, barely remember this. But I remember it was like one of those places where the people speak in tongues. Pentecost. And I, that, I, that's always freaked me out. I don't oh, understand yeah. it. I don't, I just, I have, I have problems believing it, really. I just yeah. think that they're just making it up. Not I've my never, thing. And I mean, as a little, little kid, like, I had no idea. Like, I thought these, there was something wrong with these people. Right. I mean, I thought they were in pain or something. Because, you know, <laughs> but it's like you said, the they, would, they would like, they'd jump up and they'd be like, con- it was like somebody having a seizure. And yeah, they'd like, be like, somebody hit them with this, a taser. Yeah. It, like complete electrocution. And then yeah. they fall to the ground and they're just laying there. Like, I thought some of them were dead. Cause like, they yeah, just, they there was so the many of them that would just stand up and they would start convulsing and they would fall over on the floor and they weren't getting back up. And Mm-mm. so I, I thought they were dead. I was crying. It was really scary. And the, the preacher's carrying around a five gallon bucket of holy water and he's just sprinkling five gallon the, bucket. A five, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. A five gallon bucket, Jesus. like straight up from Lowe's. And he's like sprinkling people, like the people that are passed out, he's like sprinkling them. And like, as he's sprinkling them, like they're coming back to life. And I was just like, this is just, I, I don't know. Yeah, that was, Coke, please. That was not my thing at all. I just, I was, I was not down with that. So yeah, I didn't go back. <laughs> but that's, that's really my only story. Did um, you get kicked out of a church for fucking in the bathroom? Um, no. No? Close, but no. I was to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what happened, it's but <laughs> no. no, what I what am I remembering out. then? And nobody knew about it until just now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time CJ and... got busted on a podcast? <laughs> My bad. And I actually, I didn't, I did not do it in a bathroom. <laughs> um, I didn't do it in a church. Up. No, that that didn't happen. Are it you recanting more... your statement? No, I'm saying like what actually happened is we made out in a bathroom, and but nobody... it wasn't a church bathroom. Yeah, it was a church bathroom. There you go. But nobody caught us. There was just people suspected because we were both gone, and then we both showed back up. Oh, so I just let the thirteen-year-old uh, cat out of the bag. Those way longer than thirteen years ago. This was <laughs> look. I'm giving you the benefit of a, benefit oh. of a doubt. Okay, you're okay. not as old as. All right, all right. You. It was okay. It was seven years ago then. <laughs> In <laughs> that case, I'm only twenty three. <laughs> right. Right. But um, okay. So I also wrote down a couple of uh, a couple of terms that that some like super super religious people don't like to say and they have replaced them with other terms oh this makes Um, me happy yeah so uh so we got deviled eggs are now called angel eggs oh my um my uncle anytime we had easter he would bring deviled eggs but he would call them oh my god no he would call them something else because it was uh they were deviled eggs with the devil chased out of them (laughs) yeah good i like that one better yeah, deviled eggs with the devil chase out. He called him something else, but that's how he would explain it every time. 
So yeah, Anyways. deviled eggs or angel eggs because the devil is bad. And if we eat his eggs, he'll grow inside of us and make us possessed. Of course. Uh, so potluck is not potluck. It's pot faith because there's no such thing as luck and our faith is in Jesus. Yeah. Root beer becomes root soda because beer is the devil. Of course. And uh, Jesus turned water into wine turns into Jesus turned water into sweet tea because wine equals alcohol and alcohol equals sin and sweet tea equals life. Right, especially down here. Yeah. Sweet tea and, is I mean, lost. that one, like, I kind of have a problem with that one. Like, I mean, it just, it says so in the Bible. So, like, you're taking, you're saying, you're reading it here, but you're saying, oh, no, 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 that didn't happen. He actually turned it into sweet tea just because you don't agree with the wine and the alcohol. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and offend some people here and be like, uh, most of the Southern Baptists that are down here anyways, they like to take things that are in that book and kind of bend them to fit their will anyways. So sweet tea is the last of my concern. Yeah, I mean, if it was, if I was going to change it to something, it sure wouldn't be sweet tea. I hate sweet tea, but. My blood is not wine. My blood (laughs) is. Just happens to be fireball. <laughs> My blood is Mountain Dew. Right? Yeah. If God, if God is king and I'm God's child, does that make me a princess? You will find any way to make yourself a princess. <laughs> and yes, I do believe that is the case. Yeah. Your majesty. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of, and I, I mean, I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't know if this is a Catholic thing or not, but, um, the whole term of awake is that catholic no that is very like southern that's a th- i'm pretty sure that's just a thing that happens around here i mean I'm, i know that they have they call them viewings <laughs> elsewhere like where you view the body but i think like an actual wake is a backwoods southern appalachian thing well i mean i, I know i know where it comes from it's because like back in the day they couldn't they didn't have the technology to tell whether somebody was actually dead or just like in a coma. And right. so they had a wake where they sat I, up with the dead. You could quote, just unquote. sniff it. Yeah. So they sat up with the dead, quote unquote, to make sure that they didn't wake up. Like, right. can you imagine how terrifying that would be and how weird that would be nowadays? Like, oh, yeah. Like, if I just drop dead, somebody's going to lay me up on this air hockey table in the man cave and everybody's going to come in my house and sit around for four days. To make sure I'm not going to wake up. Okay, I'm not going to lie. My bathroom. That's probably going to happen anyway because we're going to assume that you're just drunk. <laughs> so, so we're just going to lean you up against one of your eight uh, air hockey tables and wait for you to come to. And the party will still be going on for four days. So honestly, this is not very far-fetched. Well, yeah, you're probably right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We'll go with I that. Will- I'll host your wake and I'll make sure it's the most banging party on the block. Dude, I'm telling you what, this is my wake will be the biggest, most badass party I've ever thrown in my life. You have to have an invitation. Yeah. I mean, I took out two life insurance policies just to pay for this thing. Already? Yeah, already. Nice. I got the kegs pre ordered, everything. It's all taken care of. You would have kegs. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, what kind of what kind of stories do you have from church well first off i do want to add that um she mentioned wakes 
waking up with the dead. That is also a fantastic. Up with the dead? That's it. What did I say? Waking up you with said the waking dead. Up with... <laughs> I don't want to wake up with the dead. That's terrifying. <laughs> like sitting like up, wake up, wake up in your bed, roll over. There's a dead person. Right. No. Okay. Um. Sorry. Sitting up with the dead is a very well. Not, I want to say very popular. It's more popular than I thought because. Growing up, I thought that me and CJ were the only people on the planet that knew who Ray Stevens was. And it was because the um, video for the streak was recorded in our hometown grocery store, Puckets. But then, okay, do you remember a couple of episodes ago I talked to you about that uh, 20-year-old in West Memphis that bent me over the table while eating SpaghettiOs? Yep. That kid? (laughs) He, he had a VHS copy of the Ray Stevens um, video that me and CJ grew up with. And then oh my, my God, did you steal it? I didn't steal it. I was just like, hey, oh. and he was like, hey, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's amazing. Yes. And then uh, packing stuff up with Ethan when he came to live with me. I noticed he had it too, and I was like, "Hey!" And he was like, "Hey!" So <laughs> apparently, he's more well known than I thought he was. But there is a song "Sitting Up with the Dead." I have put that up on our website, which can be reached on our <laughs> Facebook page. Just search "Remember That One Time." I think it can also be reached at facebook.com backslash f. Uh, no. RT1T, I don't know. Just you'll find us on Facebook. We can also be located at any of our social media hangouts. That is Twitter at Remember That One Time. That is Instagram. That is. We've got a YouTube channel. We're eventually going to have to like make some sort of video to keep that thing alive, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, when it comes in April, when we do the um, uh, beer Olympics. Oh, we'll yeah, have, that's right. We'll have, we'll have a lot of footage. Oh, yeah. So that, that'll be the big thing to stay tuned for on YouTube is when the beer yes. Olympics hits. Um, April the 6th. Mark your calendars. April Beer Olympics. 6th. April the 6th. Be there. Be there or be lame. Right. Because nobody so, knows what square is anymore. Right. <laughs> So if you want to participate, let me know. If you want to be a judge, let me know. I think we got like, we got like 20 something people on board already. That's amazing. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and let you know that my mother is on board. She is going to be judging and she judges <coughs> like, she judges pretty hard. So nice. this will be, we're going to hold you to the highest standards with your beer ponging, whatever <laughs> the hell it is that we're doing. I'm just there to, uh, MC and host and everything because I'm pretty sure we have Wes at the five star show commentating like actual sports commentator commentating because that's what he does commentating um, <laughs> he's that's... just a commentator <laughs> so stupid yes. that's what he is from now on he's a commentator he is he's not a special tater he's a commentator um, <laughs> God, we're stupid all I can think about is taters <laughs> I had, like imagine these tiny little potatoes with like <laughs> hands and feet dancing across your screen. Commentators, it's stupid. <laughs> oh um, my gosh! Speaking of that, um, always go check out Five Star Show. Uh, 
I don't think I've told him yet, but me and Ethan this weekend, we went to Memphis. We actually ran into Mick Foley and Jerry the King Lawler in a store on Beale Street in Memphis. So that was really cool. That's something that Wes will get a jazzy kick out of. I don't know what uh, any of those words mean. Exactly. CJ has <laughs> no clue who they are. They're, is, that uh, like a, is that a WWE thing? It is. Um, okay. Jerry the King Lawler was my mom's favorite wrestler. He's been around that long. Okay. And uh, I think he was, was he like, in a wheelchair. Oh, no. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. And then um, all I can think of is Mankind right now. That's one of his alter ego things. I can't think of the name. I just said it and I can't remember it to save my life. Um. McFoley, yeah. He was taller than I thought he was going to be. He looks a lot smaller um, on screen. But anyway, that is something that I will talk to Five Star Show about. So check out The Five Star Show. I think he has his own website, fivestarshow.com, Facebook, all that jazz. Um, this is <laughs> This episode brought to you by Mic Drop Mobile Media. Affordable, dependable, unforgettable. If you need a wedding, if you need a party, bar mitzvahs, births, whatever. If you need a soundtrack, I will be there. Births? Yep, I will DJ your birth, bitch. <laughs> you are coming in to this world with a soundtrack. Yes. God, if that was available, you know what? Let me let's make that a thing, dude. I should have thought about this while you were doulaing. Oh my god, we could have had a package deal. We could have. That would have been amazing. You could have been like, oh, counting off like when they're having their contractions. And I could have like the beat going in the background. It could have been like, now push, two, three, four, uh, two, three, four. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh Why didn't we do that? Yes. Anyway, You know, some, some people are always asking like, you know, what song did you lose your virginity to? No. What song were you born to? Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm, I'm on it. I am on it. That's going to be a new thing. You heard it. I can't here. wait until you call me, tell me you got kicked out of Vanderbilt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so why do I have to come bail you out of jail? <laughs> Noise complaints from the other ICU patients. It's not my fault. They were Scandinavian. They wanted metal. Oh, my God. Not my fault. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to make that a thing. You're the uh, first to hear about it right here on Remember That One Time. Um, <laughs> yeah, birthing soundtracks are now going to be a thing. You're welcome. Um, so there's there's where you can find us, all that fun stuff. So my stories, I've just got a handful. Um, first memory, I guess, I have here of taking to church was... Growing up, I wasn't, like, constantly brought up in the church, but dad would try his best and try his hardest to send me that direction. And so we got put on a school bus that took us to this little backwoods church, not the type of, you know, Pentecostal screaming and tongues type, but close. And I was... 13 or 14 maybe and that's when I was very first starting to get into classic rock music and really like coming into my own and he's giving this sermon up front and he's the type that gets like really passionate about what he's talking about 
Wait, wait, wait. Is this happening on the bus or in the church? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry (laughs) about that. Yeah, he just shipped us off to a church on a school bus. Okay, I never heard the part where you got off the bus. And so I'm like imagining him like preaching on a moving bus. I would not be surprised. (laughs) Now, we we got there and it's this tiny little one-room church. Um, So I'm sitting up front with the group of people my age. And he starts going on and on about this rant about how rock and roll is the devil's music and you're going to go to hell. And it's, you know, directly correlated like ACDC equals eternal damnation. Kiss is knights and Satan's service and you're going to die just by listening. And when you die, you will be escorted hand in hand with a demon directly to hell. My brain is going, fuck yeah, I am. That sounds amazing. (laughs) And of course, so he's going on about this. And I have had a problem with my attitude since a tender age. And as no, he's going, not you. <laughs> as he's going on about this, I let out like this ridiculous sigh and roll my eyes so hard. Like my spine could have fallen out of my head. It, my spine's not located in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how that would work. I don't know. I tried to sound like really dramatic about it and I failed so hard. (laughs) Yeah. I I rolled my eyes in a very dramatic fashion enough to have caught his attention. And when I say he was a passionate preacher, he's the type he would always talk like this. And everything was like a at the end of everything. And he would like take a sip of water behind everything he said. So it was always like constantly dribbling off the side of his face. Okay, pause. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had a thought. You know who this reminds me of? Like the way you're describing him. A certain um a certain English teacher that we had in high school when she did that thing where she was walking around and doing the preaching oh, fire and brimstone and she smacked on somebody's desk and we all jumped. Yeah, the crucible. We were all learning. Either, it was either the crucible or uh, Scarlet Letter. But yeah, she was reading some sort of fire and brimstone passage from a book and like got really way too intense. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. This English teacher was originally hired to be our drama teacher and just got sucked into English because she sucked at English. So her first passion was drama and boy, did she let it out. We almost pissed ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm imagining from now on. This, yeah. This preacher. Yeah. That's pretty much like that. that's, that's pretty much it. So he's got a water bottle in one hand and a tissue in the other, because as he's like, Oh, and then slurping on the water, it's coming out of the corners of his mouth. He's trying to, like, sop up the water with his other hand with the tissue. And all this time, he's, like, shaking, too. And he's like, oh, just rock and roll. Oh, it's the devil's oh, It's the devil's music. Oh, and they're all, they're all going to go. Oh, they're all going to go to hell. And he's doing this thing. And I, I kid you not, that's what it is. So this, that's. That's my reaction, too, was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) This dude is out of his mind. And so as he's worked up in this whole thing, he's like, young lady, I see you. Are you not believing? Do you not feel Jesus? Are you, can you not feel him from, from your head all the way to the tip of your toes? And, like, he grabs my ankle when he says toes and, like, yanks me off of the, uh, the first pew 
smacks my head on the wooden pew and I'm sitting here like the fuck just happened did, did I just get did I just get saved what is this I don't know anything about church whatsoever and I don't know what just happened and um yeah I came home and I told my parents I'm like yeah I'm not I'm not going back to that I'm that's not a thing I'm into so I won't be doing that again so I didn't go in there you can't make me yeah pretty much <laughs> fight me Sit down, <laughs> local shrimp house. <laughs> Fight me. That's Nobody it. knows what that means except for us. But I know, fine. but it's <laughs> glorious. We'll explain it one day, I'm sure. Um, so, so yeah, that's how I got pulled off of the pew by my foot by an angry preacher that tried to save my eternal soul from ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. And then fast forward another... 15 20 years <clears throat> and i am um, enjoying my regularly scheduled debauchery and and making my rounds around a couple hundred penises find myself on the penis of a certain guy we're going to call him Mr. Cook because if i if i divulge too much here Somehow it's going to end up getting back to his preacher or his family or his dean of students or something. And he's going to get, like, taken out by a hitman. Because these people are (laughs) fucking crazy. They are. They are. So this guy, Mr. Cook, he's the one I was dating in a different state. And this dude, he did a number on me, which, I mean, technically my crazy hyper fixation did a number on myself he just happened to be the subject of it but what happened was um i met him and we um hooked up and the problem was i was divorced and he he could not like internally deal with that fact because his entire family is ridiculously fundamentalist Christian. Now I'm not talking like goes to church on Sundays and then goes to eat at the Perkins restaurant and then go home and watch football Christian. I'm talking always wear suits and ties. The strongest word they've ever said is the word heck. And that's, they're just like really, really, really intense. What, classifies them as fundamentalist is that they take every single word in the bible as the end all be all yeah like literally that is what it means there's no room for translation here this is what it said this is what it means means so like wool is evil shellfish that's it you're going to hell so it's just yeah it puts on this like pedestal that is nearly impossible to ever reach. So I think that's another reason he was doing online dating and searching out outside of his religious sphere, 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 because sphere. sphere. <laughs> I mean, it could be a spear. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let me, I'm kind of rambling. Let me get back to this. So I met him. I fucked him. He was too filled of guilt to be a normal person. He actually hid my existence for over two years. Like, nobody knew that I existed. 
not his parents, not any of his friends. Nobody in that state knew I existed, which is amazing because I went there twice, got a hotel, and went to meet with him. And he took me out to dinner. But what he did was really, really shitty because he picked this restaurant with like the dimmest light there was. And he had us sat in the very, very back corner so that no one would ever see us. Like, he hid me in person as if I was a leper or something. So that's how, like, filled of guilt he was to be associated with a divorced person. And it's not like even if you had ran into some of his friends at the restaurant, it's not like they could have looked at you and been like, oh, this chick is divorced. Like, no, but they would have asked would have questions. Known. Right. It's just, and his, his family didn't even live in that state either. So I don't know. He was just like ridiculously terrified of everything. And um, didn't he take you like two towns over to go to this restaurant? Yeah. And he still hid you like that. Even. Yeah. Oh, you know away. what? It was actually that other restaurant wasn't a different uh, state. Now that I think about it, it was the neighboring state, but still. Yeah, he he totally took me out of the state to hide me from everybody else. Absolute insanity. So that was when I went to visit him. He actually came up to my state, and the only way I could convince him to do that was to get baptized. Yeah, I faked a baptism to get some dick because I'm that kind of person. I tried to secure my status of girlfriend by oh yeah i totally i talked to jesus me and him we're pals we're homies uh yeah i'm gonna go to his place and you know play in the water for a little bit you want to come see (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna go to jesus's lake house so yeah he came and he met my family and it was super awkward and we went to the church that i was going to at the time and he was like this (laughs) this is crazy and I'm super uncomfortable and I'm like what and he's like your pastor is wearing jeans and they're singing non they're singing secular music and I'm like they, they have a guitar and he's like yeah that's not right okay cool <laughs> so there was I was something else had come up in my brain and I could not remember what it was it was something when I mentioned the baptism oh, I don't know I don't remember now but yeah I I got baptized to get some dick and then that didn't work. He still, I mean, we sat down and tried so many times to do this whole, okay, well, here's how we're going to tell your family. Never, nothing ever worked. I actually emailed his pastor to ask, well, wait, no, I talked to the pastor of the church I was going to and asked for his suggestions and I threatened to tell this guy's pastor and he flipped his shit So that didn't work. So I went out and got a tattoo on my foot with a Bible verse on it. Now, luckily, it is a Bible verse that isn't overtly Christian. It could be taken as just like a motto if I hadn't have put the cross on it. But it says, walk by faith, not by sight. So, I mean, you can have faith in anything. I have faith in the fact that Beethoven composed well. Other than that, it doesn't have to mean Jesus. So I moral of that story is that I got a tattoo and got baptized to try to to get some dick and it failed. (laughs) Yes. 
Well, I mean, it worked for a little while. It did. Well, the reason that none of this worked was because he was so indoctrinated by all this bullshit and mainly because of BJU. Now, as much as I would have loved that to be Blowjob University, because (laughs) I graduated with the highest honors, (laughs) it is not. It is Bob Jones University. And CJ's going to tell us a little bit about that because she has a friend that actually went. I mean, my ex-boyfriend went, but, you know. Yeah, so just going by what she told me, there's, like, crazy rules. You cannot talk to um, other people of the opposite sex on the phone. You're not allowed to walk with them on the sidewalk. You're under no circumstances allowed to be in a car with someone of the opposite sex. And I can't remember if she said that there was an exception, if it was family or not. I can't remember that rule or not. Um, You weren't allowed to have any kind of uh, books, movies, magazines, anything in your dorm that was not Christian based. Like like rated G movies. Nope, nothing secular. Nothing nothing secular at all. Um, And this friend actually ended up getting thrown out because she was caught going to the movie theater to see Finding Nemo. Yep. Yep. Oh, you mean finding Satan? <clears throat> Apparently. <laughs> I guess, and I mean, it's not even because, like, it's not even because Ellen DeGeneres was in it and she's gay. It, it was like, it didn't matter. It was a movie in a movie theater. Yeah. You're out. It was off out. campus. Off campus. It's not a, it's not a Christian movie. It's not a Christian establishment. You are out. Yeah. You don't, don't pass go don't collect two hundred dollars you don't get your money back you don't get your credits transferred nothing you're done and they sent her packing and she had to come back home yep they have a very firm dress code yeah Um, dress code yep guys have to be in suits and ties and i'm not talking like just like jeans and a suit jacket and a cute little tie i mean like sunday best constantly because the majority of their classes are actually just church services instead of actual classes. So they're not learning a whole lot other than just church. <laughs> Going yeah, to mean, school. Like, and it's not like a monastery. Se- yeah, I mean, it seems more like seminary, but it's not. It's a regular college, but right. I mean, a regular there college. Is, there is a seminary there as well. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the whole thing is not like purely a seminary school. Right. Yeah, but, they have other degrees. Right. The people, it's just, it's just a whole other world. Unless you were born and raised into that, it's just so yeah, bizarre I mean, I'm to sure me. For people that were born and raised into it, they probably think it's just normal. And yeah. And I mean, and it is normal to them. Yeah, because you know. it looks like the men that go, the men that go there are always going to be um, preachers, and I don't even know why girls go because in that kind of society, I guess is the word I'm looking for, um, the men are preachers. Sunday school teachers. Yeah, possibly Sunday school teachers, but mostly they're just used as breeders. So I don't even know why they let women go to the college anyway, because as we know, once a woman gets herself an education, she becomes a liability. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I do not understand. I I wouldn't last two seconds. They would throw me out. They, well, they wouldn't let me in in the first place. I was about to say, when were you admitted? Because that's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm divorced too, so. 
Yep. You were forever stained. Yep. Because they believe that um, once you are married with somebody, divorce does not matter. You are still married in the eyes of God. And nothing will ever annul that in the history of ever. And therefore, you are tainted. And even if you're divorced, that you're not allowed to remarry again because you're already tainted. Nobody... Well, I wonder what they think of somebody if they get divorced and they never remarry. And they never date anybody else. They just get divorced. Well, then it's wonder... a little it's a little more honorable. Because they consider um, remarriage after divorce as cheating. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, adultery or whatever. Yeah, they consider it adultery, exactly. Which is stupid and weird, but that's my belief, not their belief. So everyone's entitled to their beliefs. They're just stupid, that's all. Um, (laughs) You're so accepting, I love it. I know, right? Had a thought about BJU and now I don't remember. Oh, if you are fascinated by all of this interesting <laughs> BJU talk, you should check them out online. Like, check out their Wikipedia and check out their website, and you can go be equally horrified of what goes down over there. Like, it's not like a crazy cult or anything, but it seems like it is. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. I did a lot of research into it when I was dating him. And uh, if in case you need to know, yes, the reason we broke up was because of uh, clashing belief systems. Because I couldn't keep up with the... God, could you imagine if I actually did move down there? Because I talked about actually moving there. I know. I remember. I was like, you done lost your damn mind. I know. And like, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to move in together moving there. It was, he already told me that if I come down there, he doesn't know me. So I was, my plan was going to be just to move down there and put myself in his path and like get an apartment like really close to where he worked. And God, that sounds so stalkerish now, doesn't it? It really does. Like, God, I'm a creep. I just moved like 800 miles across the country to put myself in your path even though we've been dating for two years exactly god that's creepy i don't know which is worse him or me like how weird would that have been like having to pretend with his friends like that you guys just met and you just started seeing each other when really you know his entire life story yeah exactly And, (laughs) and you've helped him find 17 apartments oh my god that was hell um yeah (laughs) That was what I was going to do. But could you imagine if I actually did that and then it actually did like work out with him? I would probably have like five babies by now because all of his sisters, which he has like seven, all of them are now married with at least two kids. And the youngest one is like 21. That's sad. Yeah, that's what they're born and raised to do. But my life would be so much different if I actually moved to that state because... Could you imagine me like sitting there in my Sunday best constantly making rice pudding for the right and knitting for the uh, what is it? Pot faith. (laughs) The pot pot faith. (laughs) Right. 
bringing my pudding to the pot faith so that we could all get together and talk about the wonderful work that Julie's doing in her missionary and her mission trip to South Sudan, all this stuff. God, I could not even imagine God being like that. I mean, that's great for the people that are congrats. That's your jive. It is not mine. Ah, I mean, it's like, you know, when you're that young, like 21 and having a baby, like, I don't know. That just but Jesus said go forth and multiply. That sounds so young. Like I mean, I'm 30. I could not. And if I got pregnant right now, oh my God, my whole world would shut down. I would die. I would literally just fall over dead. Yeah, I'm still at that age to where when one of my peers tells me they're pregnant, I'm like, oh my God, what are you going to do about it? I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Do you need me to drive you to the clinic? And they're like, um, no. Yeah. I wanted this. Yeah. I still cannot fathom the fact that people get pregnant on purpose. I know. I I do the same thing. It blows my mind. I know. Like, people will tell me that they're pregnant and I'll, like, kind of wait a second. I'm like, think it through. Okay. Congratulations is the proper thing to say. Not, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I am. I'm the last person that you want to hand a baby shower card to because my my knee-jerk reaction is always um, congratulations on the um, going away party for your hopes and dreams. <laughs> because that's all a baby shower is, is a going away party for your hopes and dreams. <laughs> the end. It's done. Put a fork in it. So, yeah. Now that we're on a uh, child child-free rant... That's a whole other episode. That is a whole other podcast, honestly. We could do that forever. Um, so, yeah. That's what happened. Bob Jones University is baddie. Ex-boyfriends are baddie. Um, Kristen doesn't do Jesus. So, <laughs> there's that. Uh, good recap. CJ, what did you learn? I learned that if you don't want to know the truth, don't ever type anything into Urban Dictionary. That Um, is very similar to what I learned. Because I was going to (laughs) say, I learned what take you to church means. And I am going to try that tonight. Oh, please don't. (laughs) I learned that uh, when you see a priest coming towards you with holy water, just go ahead and close your eyes. Because it's probably not going to end well. And... um, I also learned that apparently ACDC stands for anti-Christian devil children. It does. And KISS is Knights in Satan's service. I learned that CJ has a friend that goes by Marinera, but not for <laughs> sexy purposes, but because she can't handle her red, her red juice, red sauce. <laughs> for, for barfing purposes. Right. She has to wear a sticker that says, please don't feed me anything red. <laughs> yes. Just like an animal at the zoo. Please don't feed the animals. Exactly. Just don't feed me at all. (laughs) So yeah, that is what we learned. You can check us out on all our social medias. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, Oh, big announcement for iTunes. Now you can find us via the help of Siri. All you have to do is say, Siri, and tell it to do <laughs> and tell it to do things. Hey, All you in. have to do is say, Hey Siri, take me to church. Yes. Um, I think it's Hey Siri, play Remember That One Time podcast. 
Hmm. I'll and have to try that out. That's and it says, okay, remember that we one. Will not be held <gasps> it works. For any Listen. Hearing impairments or damage. Holy or shit. I've never even tried it. Oh, uh, listen, that's us. Fuck yeah. Okay, now how do I make it stop? Please stop. Oh no. What is what is this? Okay, so yeah. Um, if you've got an iPhone, just say, hey Siri, play Remember That One Time podcast, and it will pop right up. It, Siri, stop listening to me. Shut up. Fuck. Wait, you don't have an iPhone? How did you do that? Oh, I didn't. T- Girl, you didn't know... I have jumped on the iPhone train. Get out. Are you freaking serious? I am freaking serious. I now have a 6S Plus. This is amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, we can FaceTime now, bitch. What? Yes, we can FaceTime. I can share albums with you. I can share my location with you. So you can make sure that I'm always safe. I know. Super exciting. Now we're both on. We're finally both on the same page. What's funny is I'm the technologically advanced one, and I finally, <laughs> finally got myself an iPhone. So, yeah, there you go. You learned. What did you learn today? You learned that Kristen since, got an iPhone. Yes, Chris got an iPhone. Perfect. So you like it? I love it. I'm still. It's taking a long time to get used to some of the motor functions that I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out some things. But yeah. so far, so good. I like the. Uh, the interface. I like all the different things I can do. It makes me happy. Yes. Things that I wasn't allowed to do on my Samsung. That's awesome. Very exciting. So yeah. Team moral, moral of the story is, if you've got an iPhone, all you have to do is say, hey Siri, play Remember That One Time podcast. And she'll pull it right up. It'll be the latest episode. And uh, she'll take all the thought out of it. So there's our big announcement for the day. And I'm going to put that on all our social media as well so that you don't forget because you're probably drinking and you're not going to remember anyways i know i'm not i know so that (laughs) is it what if you have if you have a second you should also look up um ray stevens mississippi squirrel revival since we're on the topic of church it's very up with the dead on the um on our website we've already got that posted on our website so after you watch that one then the uh, mississippi squirrel revival on youtube will probably be like the next one available if that makes sense yeah it'll so you can just scroll through some ray stevens in general he's a funny it's worth the watch it really is he's amazing yeah did you know he's got this thing here in uh, nashville called cabaret yep yeah um my husband's grandfather was looking into it and i'm like those tickets are so expensive like i'd love to go because you know piece of my childhood and everything but it's like 85 dollars a person yeah granted you do get dinner with it but still i don't know i i don't think that i should pay 85 dollars for dinner and a night with ray stevens until i turn at least 73 (laughs) (laughs) so there's that okay well that is this week's episode and uh what are we doing next episode cj honestly i don't remember um we are gonna talk about cars oh yeah Buying can't live cars, with them can't do without them selling cars fucking cars, cars. <laughs> breaking into cars all kinds of cars car stories we got lots of them oh yes we do so 
that's next time on Remember That One Time. And remember, always say yes to adventures, for they always lead to stories, and in the end, that is all we are. Good night. And God bless America. (laughs) (laughs) This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America.